Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Apple wasn't officially at CES this year, but definitely made their presence felt. Samsung announced it will offer iTunes movies and TV shows and support AirPlay 2 on its 2019 TV sets starting this spring. It will also come to 2018 Samsung TVs through a firmware update. The iTunes app will support Samsung's Universal Guide, search features, and Bixby, though Apple told The Verge that Samsung will not be able to track usage inside of the iTunes app. Vizio announced it will add support for Apple's AirPlay 2 and HomeKit to its SmartKit 3.0 TV platform, meaning they will now be able to offer Siri, Google Assistant, and Alexa voice support. Sony also announced that AirPlay and HomeKit were coming to its new 8K LCD and 4K OLED TVs as part of its Master Series. These include the Z9G 8K, which comes in 85 and 98-inch models, and the A9G, that comes in 55, 65, and 77-inch models. Both models will support Dolby Vision and Atmos and run Android TV, but no pricing or ship dates were announced. If that wasn't enough CES upstaging, Apple CEO Tim Cook appeared on CNBC's Mad Money program to let people know that Apple will launch a new service this year. The most obvious service for Apple to launch would be a TV service given the billions they've spent on unreleased original programming and having tons of TVs that are about to support AirPlay. He also said he thought people in the future would call health Apple's greatest contribution to mankind, implying perhaps some sort of health-related service. And he reiterated that the iPhone XR has been the most popular iPhone every day since launch, and that Apple Watch and AirPods bring in more money than the iPod ever did. Google made a number of product and feature announcements to Google Assistant. Google promised again that Google Assistant is coming to Sonos speakers with the Sonos One and Sonos Beam first in line. It's also coming to Instapot, Dish's Hopper set-top boxes, a Lenovo smart clock, and in-car Bluetooth devices from JBL and Anchor. Google Assistant got some key new feature updates, including the ability to check into flights, book hotels, and translate 27 different languages. Finally, Assistant Connect is a new lightweight platform developers can use to connect a device to a Google Home without having to build an internet connectivity into the device. For instance, you can use an e-ink screen that can show you your calendar or the weather just by talking to your Google Home, not to the internet directly. In chip news, NVIDIA unveiled the GeForce RTX 2060 with 240 tensor cores with 52 teraflops of deep learning performance, 6 gigabytes of GDDR6 RAM, and 5 gigarays of real-time ray tracing performance. NVIDIA claims it's 60% faster than the outgoing 1060 GPU. Prices start at $349, available January 15th through system builders. NVIDIA also announced that Turing Architecture RTX GPUs would be available for laptops, including up to the RTX 2080. AMD unveiled the second generation of Ryzen laptop chips built on a 12nm Zen Plus architecture. The top-end Ryzen 7 3750H offers four cores and eight threads, running at a base 2.3 GHz with turbo frequencies up to 4 GHz, 10 GPU cores, all running at a mere 35 watts. Lower-power 15-watt U-series processors will also be available as well. The company also launched new A-series processors designed specifically for Chromebooks, with Acer and HP both announcing laptops with the new chips. AMD also announced the Radeon 7, appropriately named because it's the first 7nm GPU marketed to consumers. AMD says it should be about 25% faster than the last model with the same power consumption. The Radeon 7 has 60 compute units at speeds up to 1.8 GHz with 16 GB of high bandwidth memory. It arrives January 7th for $699. 
and Intel demonstrated its first ice-like 10 nanometer chips based on the Sunny Cove architecture with Thunderbolt 3, Wi-Fi 6, and DL Boost for deep learning. Intel says PC makers will have devices with ice-like processors on the shelves by the end of 2019, showing what appeared to be a Dell XPS 2-in-1 demo unit. Intel also announced six new desktop 9th generation chips from the Core i3 up to the Core i9, shipping later this month, and said that it would bring 9th generation processors to laptops in the H-series sometime in Q2. Augmented reality startup Nreal debuted their light AR sunglasses at CES. Light glasses weigh 85 grams, come in bright colored plastic frames, offer a 52 degree field of view and 1080p resolution, and are powered by a Qualcomm Snapdragon processor. Light glasses will start shipping in Q2 with mass production beginning in Q3. No price was announced, but it's expected to be around $1,000. The startup was founded in 2017 by former Magic Leap engineer Shu Chi with the goal of creating consumer focused AR headsets. IBM unveiled the IBM Q System 1, a 20 qubit quantum computer. It has improved stability, meaning that resets that used to take days now just take mere hours. IBM didn't announce sales for the device, but it will be available for use through the cloud. Companies and research institutes interested in exploring experimental programming on IBM's quantum computers can join the IBM Q network research community, being launched in partnership with Fermilab, ExxonMobil, and CERN. Samsung announced an event February 20th at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium in San Francisco with a simultaneous keynote in London. The Wall Street Journal reports that the company plans to announce three new Galaxy S10 models, a lower-end Galaxy S10 Lite with a 5.8-inch display, the Galaxy S10 with a 6.1-inch display, and the Galaxy S10 Plus with a 6.4-inch display, all set for a March release. And a new foldable phone, dubbed the Galaxy Fold. In stock news, Xiaomi saw a three-day stock decline down 17%, or $6.2 billion in market value. Billions of Xiaomi shares are now unlocked after a six-month freeze period following the company's IPO. Analysts had pointed to China's slowing smartphone market and increased competition from rival companies like Huawei for the sell-off. Meanwhile, Samsung announced an estimated 29% drop in quarterly profit for the last quarter of 2018, and it issued its first commentary along with the guidance for the first time since smartphone sales dropped in 2014. Samsung blamed unexpected weak demand from data center customers for chips and a stagnant and fiercely competitive smartphone market for the change. Not to be left out, LG announced its Q4 profit likely fell 80% year-over-year and revenue likely fell 7%. Thinning profit margins and, repeat after me, declining smartphone business are among the likely causes. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.